You're listening to the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode 32. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Well, hello, friends. I hope you guys had an amazing week. Happy August 1st to everyone. I can't believe we are almost three quarters of the way through the year. Crazy how fast it's gone. Today, I'm excited to talk to you about something that is foundational to being able to have the career, the business, the life that you want. And that is self-confidence. Because you're not going to get very far if you don't believe that you can. Now, most people that I talk to believe that people are either confident or they're not. Like self-confidence is an attribute that we're born with, but it isn't. Self-confidence is a skill that we can develop if we choose to do so. So it is available to all of us, but it requires us to build it just like we would build a muscle going to the gym. And it's definitely a skill that's worth developing because research study after research study indicates that the higher your level of self-confidence, the higher your chances are of success, of making more money, and overall feeling happier and more satisfied in your career life. And I've got a lot to share on this topic because much of what I work on with my private coaching clients, even the uber successful ones, is being more confident, more self-confident in your ability to get out there and do things. So I've got a lot to talk about. So let's go ahead and dive right in. The first thing that I want to share about this is that there is a difference between confidence and self-confidence. And it's very possible that you could have one without the other. But before I share the difference, I want to first share what both words have in common. And that is that confidence comes from the Latin word meaning trust. So confidence at its core is about having trust in yourself and in your abilities. But where the two words confidence and self-confidence differ is that confidence is backward-looking and self-confidence is forward-looking. So to go into a little bit more detail, confidence is gained through experience. So if you've done something before successfully, you have developed trust or confidence in your ability to do that thing again. So it's easier to believe that if there's something in front of you that you want to go do and you've done something like it before, it's easier to feel confident in your ability to go do it. Self-confidence, on the other hand, is forward-looking. So it's about having more of an innate belief or trust in your ability to do things in general, even if you've never done them before. One of them, confidence, the backward one, is really about having tangible proof. You've done it before, you've mastered it, so you know you can do it again. That's almost 
easy, right? And we'll get more to that point in a minute. But self-confidence is very different. It's about having faith in yourself or trust in yourself, in your ability to go figure things out. So let's put this into a work context for a minute. And let's look at the difference between confidence and self-confidence in the work context. So if your boss asks you to go lead an initiative and you've done it dozens of times before, something like it dozens of times before, you're going to be very confident in your ability to be successful at doing that thing. You're not going to spin in a lot of drama. You're likely to just dive in and do it because you've every reason to believe that you're going to be very successful at it. But if your boss asks you to go do something new and you haven't done it before, you might feel an instant flare-up of self-doubt. And you'll wonder things like, what if I can't do it? What if I look dumb? What if people judge me? What if I fail? And even when you dive in, you're likely to continue to torture yourself a little bit with that negative internal talk track. The reason we want to work on being self-confident is that in that same work context, you want to get yourself to a point where whether your boss asks you to go do something that you've already done before, or whether they ask you to go do something new, you want to have an unfailing belief in yourself to be able to plan it out, chunk down the actions, and start moving. You want to not spin a drama and self-doubt. You want to dive in and get it done. That is the difference. So the not self-confident you is full of anxiety and tortured thoughts that make your life so miserable. Even if you do manage to get something done, you're going to feel miserable while doing it. Whereas a self-confident you can minimize the drama because honestly, you're just too busy figuring out how to do it and probably having fun doing something new to even wonder about all the things that could possibly go wrong. We'd all rather be the self-confident one, right? The non-self-confident one is probably going to learn to be overly reliant on feeling confident all the time. One of the biggest dangers with this and why it's important to know that confidence is backward-looking and self-confidence is forward-looking is that I think this is where a lot of us get stuck. Because when we feel confident... We have all of these positive emotions that are around being assured and feeling good and kind of this knowing. We can count on it, right? Because we've done it before. We've got proof. So we feel more in control. Whereas if we're not feeling confident, we can make the mistake of thinking that the feelings of discomfort we have mean that we aren't going to be able to do it. So we can become afraid to move forward because to do so would mean moving away from things that we know for sure how to do and moving to new things that we've never done before. And this is why it's so important to understand this difference and to actively work on becoming more self-confident because in order to have the career you want, one that's aligned with where you want to go, It means that you're going to have to cultivate self-confidence. You have to build your inner trust and faith in your ability to get out there and do things that you've never done before, to take action, even when it feels scary. Because think about it. If you lack a strong trust or belief in your ability to learn and achieve new things, you are not 
going to put yourself out there. You're going to turn down new opportunities. You're going to listen to your inner critic who's telling you it's a bad idea to even try. That putting yourself out there is going to make you look foolish or could get you fired or whatever. I'm convinced that not being self-confident is part of the reason so many people get stagnant in their careers. Now, that's not to say that if you love what you do and you're fulfilled by it, that it's a bad thing to stay in the same job for 10 or 20 years. It's not. Only you can know whether that same job is truly fulfilling to you on a day in and day out basis. There's a lot to be said for choosing a path and even a specific job and staying in it and going deep so you become a really amazing expert at it. But the truth is, most of us aren't like that. And most of us have new things that are calling to us. So if we've got new things calling to us, and yet we resist those by staying where we're at, by not allowing ourselves to shake things up or take chances or try new things or start the side hustle or business or ask for the promotion or accept the speaking gig or speaking up at the meeting or whatever, for most of us, we are letting fear and a weak self-confidence muscle stop us from actually going after the things that we want. We don't trust or believe that we can do it. Maybe because we've listened to overly critical things that others have said to us, or maybe because we have an overactive inner critic that is constantly running on that talk track in our heads. And by the way, if this is an issue for you, go back and listen to our inner critic series on this podcast episodes six through nine. In fact, episode six is still the most popular of the podcast that's on soothing your inner critic. It's good stuff. So if it's a thing for you, go back and listen to it if you haven't, or if you have listened to it, you might try listening to it again if if that's a thing for you, because it's really good stuff. It's got some great insight and some helpful tips on how to soothe your inner critic. But the truth is that if you strip it all away, self-confidence and becoming self-confident is really a learned pattern of thinking about yourself. And since it comes from the Latin word for trust, the idea of being able to count on yourself and in your ability to do what you say you will do or what you promise yourself you will do is at the heart of it. So we can build this muscle by getting clear on what we want to go do and then committing to taking the consistent action to go do it even when we don't know how, and even when we want to quit on ourselves. It's about being able to count on yourself to follow through. Because our confidence in ourselves gets shaky when we say we're going to do something, and then we don't follow through and actually do it. Maybe we get started, but we quit halfway through. You know, it's about trusting yourself. But underneath that, it's about committing to the things you say you will do no matter what. And for this, I like a quote I got from Jen Sincero. I think that's how you say her name. She wrote all the badass books, which if you haven't read them, you need to, because by the way, she's hilariously funny, but such good advice in there. And this quote is, so often we pretend we've made a decision when what we've really done is signed up to try until it gets too uncomfortable. So let me read that quote again, because I think it's so true. So often we pretend we've made a decision when what we've really done is signed up to try until it gets too uncomfortable. 
That is a profound truth, I think, for all of us in some areas of our life. So think about your own life for a minute. How has this not following through when things have gotten uncomfortable played out for you? How many diets have you started and stopped? How many hobbies have you started and stopped? How many times have you promised yourself you'd speak up at that meeting at work and then don't? How many times have you promised yourself you'd ask for the promotion, but you don't? How many times have you turned down the very things you crave? Speaking engagements, big, scary new opportunities, and then wondered, what is wrong with me? Every single time we make a promise to ourselves and then we don't follow through, we erode our self-confidence. That's where low self-confidence comes from. We do not trust ourselves to follow through. So when you think about follow through, that is like building a muscle at the gym. Every single time you do the thing you say you will do, you get better at follow through. You learn how to build that commitment to yourself. And when you do that over and over and over again, your self-confidence muscle grows. And it's the repeating of that over time that builds your self-confidence. So if you want to start to build your own self-confidence muscle, here are three things that you can do. Number one, stop listening to your inner critic. All of us have one. Some of us have one that is more overactive than other people. So what I want you to do here is go back. If this is you, go back and listen to episodes six through nine. They're not terribly long. You can do it in about an hour. It's a great use of your time because we go deep into all of the things that are driving the inner critic. And it's worth a listen for those of those four episodes if this is a thing for you, because You have to learn how to weaken or soothe your inner critic because when you're trying to build self-confidence and your belief in trying new things and mastering them, you're going to have to stop listening to the voice of doubt that wants to pull you back or keep you mired down in fear. So I want you to listen to those four episodes because that is key. The second thing I want you to do is find evidence from your past, and by the way, we all have it, of when you have successfully mastered things you had not previously done before. And we've all got it all through our life from the time we're young to the time we are now in both our personal life and in our career. We have mountains of evidence that we know how to do things we've never done before. And when we can take the drama out of it, and really just look at it. We realize that our whole life, as long as we're continuing to move forward and experience new things, our whole life is a series of trying and mastering things we previously have never done. It's just that at some point in our life, usually, I think it's like after we get out of school for most of us, I think for some of us, it's before that. But you know, we get into our careers and we get older and our lives get more routine and we get more fearful about change. And we assign all this meaning to what failure would mean or not being good at something. Maybe it's because we get so set in our identity that we're afraid to step out of that into something that is new 
that we haven't done before. But I'm here to say that this exercise of finding similar things in your past and just listing them down on paper, big and small, from your personal life and your career can really help. It's helped me when I was struggling with things like starting this business because I kept saying, I'm a brand marketer. Why? And, and I still do that. And I love that part of my career, but I really had this drive to do this business. But I kept having this voice of doubt saying, why are you doing this? Like, who are you to do X, Y, Z or whatever? And what really helped me was going back and looking at all the other big pivots that I'd made in my life. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, well, I've actually done not this exact thing before, but I've done many things where I've tried new, bold new things or shifted in a bold, big way. And they turned out okay. Maybe not on the first try, but I got, I realized that I could do it. And that gave me the confidence to dive in and start this podcast and sign up my first several coaching clients and now, you know, launching my group coaching program. So it's been a journey. And what really got me over that hump of self-doubt was looking to my past and realizing, oh, I've done things like this before. So what I want you to do is just go back and list all the things from childhood on that were first for you. And I can promise you, you will find many of those. Everything from riding a bike to learning how to drive a car to maybe if you're an athlete, learning how to get great at that sport that you do. Maybe if you have a hobby, there was once upon a time where you didn't know how to do that hobby and now you do. Any of that stuff, like even getting great at the things you do in your day job. When you first started that job on day one, right out of college, you didn't know how to do any of the things you do now, but now you know how to do them. So when you look at them rationally on paper, the value of this number two is that it allows you to see, oh, I've actually done this many times in my career. Maybe not this exact thing, but I know how to learn and do new things. And I know how to fail and pick myself back up and try again. So that exercise is quite profound. So I encourage you to spend like 10 or 15 minutes on it. You'll be amazed what gets down on paper and allow yourself to read the words and look at it. And then you'll realize, oh, I made it. That's what I've been doing my whole life is learning how to do things I've never done before. So if you have a big dream or a big thing that you're trying to do, don't allow yourself to hold yourself back just because you've never done it before. So that's the beauty of that one. And then number three is turn that evidence that you put down on paper into new thoughts that you want to believe about yourself and your ability to do new things. So once you have that list from number two all written down, I want you to turn those things into positive affirmations that you can just write down on paper and look at every day, or maybe make them a screensaver on your computer or repeat them as a daily affirmation or as part of your daily meditation, whatever your practices are, because you can choose what you want to think about yourself. And part of having or building that self-confidence muscle is believing that you're able to count on yourself and that you're able to learn and go and do new things. The last thing I want to leave you with is that having a deep and unfailing belief in your ability to try, to follow through, to master new things, that is at the very heart of what it means to have the career you want. 
I really want to caution you against believing, telling yourself that if you feel discomfort or if you feel fear, then it means you shouldn't go do that thing. It really doesn't mean that at all. It just means that you need to get better control of your thought life because you're making new untried things mean scary, mean fearful, mean that just because you've never done it before means you shouldn't try to do it because you might look foolish. That's going to keep you stuck and stalled. If you want to do something new, if you want to be self-confident in doing new things, you're going to have to do something new. You cannot stay stuck. So if you want to move forward, if you want to have the career that you're trying to have, you really have to just go do it. And I'm going to leave you with another quote I like from Jen Sincero, again, author of the Badass Books. She says, success is not where you're at. It's where and who you decide you're going to be. And that is at the heart of why self-confidence is so important. So until next time, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Join me and together we'll make your career and life everything you dream of. We'll see you there.